Hello, this is The Redesign, the very serious podcast in which we create the ultimate versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. I'm Eric. I'm so serious. As am I. And as you may recall, uh, in our last episode, we invented Mouse 2.0, also known as the Desk Pet. Um, I would say our percentage of success was uh, at minimum 100%, possibly more. Uh, as you know, it was adopted by every household, uh, literally, and I am currently doing the extended thumb and pinky gesture to record this podcast. So I think, you know, as a, as a product, great success. Yeah, I expected no less. So as you may recall, uh, in one of our earlier episodes, we destroyed every other sport with the advent of Baseball 2. Mm-hmm. Who could forget? Except for one sport. Oh, no. What is it? So uh, today we're going to redesign horse racing. Wow. And I want to bring our particular brand of, of outside-of-the-box thinking uh, to this most noble of sports. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, so let's uh, let's dive in, uh, which is not a metaphor that that makes a lot of sense in this instance. But obviously, the the number one problem. Uh, well, well, not with that attitude. <laughs> I mean, not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Just like give it, give it some time. I'm like scribbling, like swimming pool in, in on my hand, like furiously. Um, the the number one problem raised by uh, our. our valuable focus groups uh has been that the the most common horse racing track is pretty much always an oval the the nascar of track design mm-hmm. um and i think we can bring it into the present uh or at least sort of the mid-2000s by introducing uh some street racing elements nice yep. um so i'm thinking you know kind of a a uh broken terrain or uneven terrain um situation maybe introduce some some drift elements to it some some tighter corners <laughs> uh, what what does it what does a drifting horse look like i think you know uh, i guess it's kind of like yeah <laughs> as i as i said that the image appeared crystal clear in my mind uh, of a horse drifting so yeah that's i mean that's an exercise best left to the listener mm-hmm. uh, i mean I, i'm sure you all get it yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that definitely. Uh, we could we could have the like the horseshoes be um, some kind of material that is conducive to to that. Maybe like rubber. Um, mm-hmm. And then yeah, you just like slick the the roads with uh, with water and and Bob's your horse uncle. A well known saying. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I mean while we're while we're in this mindset. I think we can bring some of the uh, the the aesthetic of street racing uh, into horse racing. So I'm thinking, um, you know, I mean, we've already got a very clear mental image of of a drifting horse. Uh, what if we could also uh, fit the horses with, uh, say, ground effects and spinners? That w- oh boy! So we're adding some some personalization to to this uh, to the horse. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, that goes beyond the typical um, horse racing trope of horse names being very, you know, out there and, mm-hmm. uh, like, avant-garde. Um, the name of the horse is no longer sufficient to to express uh, individuality. We we should definitely have, like, yeah, under undercarriage um, lighting, 
spinners. I, I don't. I mean, the spinners. Where where do they attach? Do they do they are they just on the feet on the hooves or or are they on other joints of the legs? Well, um, I think there's a lot of uh, opportunity to to mount them uh, on various parts of the horse. I think mm-hmm. I mean we, we we kind of dug into this uh, for for baseball 2.0 in terms of thinking about not baseball uniforms but baseball armor. And um, right. I think we can we can definitely bring that ethos to horse racing as well. I think there's um, again, to, to go back to that sort of uh, too fast, too furious kind of lifestyle, um, the idea of horse body kits is is very yeah appealing. yeah definitely. Now now, so you could you could do a body kit from the point of view of like you could just slap some some armor on the horse, um, but a body kit for a car is really just an extension of the outside material of the car itself. Mm-hmm. So uh, are we getting into like the the bioengineering of like skin grafts uh, on the horse um, where you would just kind of like apply other biological material to the outside of the horse and or like maybe like implants or something um, to, to kind of change the aerodynamic shape of the horse in order to um, to help it go faster. I mean, I, I you know, I'm very sensitive to the um, ethical qualms that that one might have in this situation but i think if if there's a uh you know a good way to do this that that you know i I, obviously i want to improve horse racing but if at the same time i can improve horses themselves i mean let's not let's not prematurely close that door exactly yeah Uh, um yeah it's uh, gets a little gruesome but um you know uh maybe worth it yeah, so uh, you know, I think there's. I, I don't want to necessarily dig into the um, the exact nature of of what a horse body kit might look like. I think this can be up to you know third parties involved in the horse racing 2.0 uh, world, as as it is with with car body kits. Sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. You you won't have first party like uh, purebred um, breeders doing this themselves. It would be aftermarket for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this this actually touches on something else that that was raised um, a, as you know in the in the stakeholder meeting for horse racing 2.0 um, in that you know even even with uh, any of the changes that we might want to make there's really sort of a, a uh, limit to the the sort of top of the line biological performance of a horse mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, I don't want to suggest that, like, what if we just didn't use horses? I think that, like, that, that it's not horse racing anymore. Obviously, sure. horses need to be involved. Um, so what I'm thinking is, what if the horses themselves were involved in a in a different kind of locomotion? Ooh. So, um, and I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. Uh, obviously, you know, still, still pulling the jockey on, like, um, uh, you know, one of those those uh, jockey carts. Yep, yeah. I don't. I think that's the technical term. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that, or you know, just riding the horse. It, there's there's many different kinds of horse racing. But what if the horse itself uh, was riding something? Yeah, I, I'm I'm right with you. It would have to be an animal larger than the horse. Or 
Um, and I think, you know, we're, we're really going to be circling around this concept uh, a lot in this episode. What if the horse was driving some kind of horse car? <laughs> um, yeah, it, that could be a thing. It could like a, like a, a uh, man, uh, like a horse, a horse driven horseless carriage for horses. <laughs> Yes, but then exactly. but then you know once once the horse is in it is it truly horseless this is a metaphysical dilemma mm-hmm. we've we've kind of turned the whole concept on its head here which you know is, is kind of our stock in trade if a horseless carriage drives in the forest and there is a horse to drive it does it uh car yeah, and I, I, you know, I mean, philosophers have been have been thinking about this for hundreds of years, and I don't know if there is a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, well, I mean, I guess that's not really our problem. We're just we're just doing solutions here. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, going back to the the idea that it's it's riding uh, something, mm-hmm. um, we can go back to the horse vehicle. But uh, I had this thought of like, you know, you're, you have a, a guy riding a horse or, or a person riding a horse. The horse could be riding another animal. And I, I was like, you know, it has to be a, an animal that's bigger than a horse because, you know, to maintain that, it, it would have to be pretty strong in sure. order to support all that weight. Um, but a horse has four legs and each leg could ride on like a, an animal that is larger than one quarter of the size of a horse. Mm-hmm. That's making the total, you know, <laughs> the total like animal biomass um, larger than a horse. And, and presumably you would have like four um, horsepower equivalent of that animal. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like this because it introduces a lot of, um, uh, I think challenge for the jockey into this in that they have to control the horse, but they also have to control the horse controlling uh, yeah. the four other animals under each of its legs, which um, like, honestly, w- we've elevated the, the challenge of the sport to another level, which, which like, I'm really literally upwards. Yes. Yeah. Like w- literally another level. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, w- what kind of animals were you thinking? Um, the obvious one is um, pygmy horses. I mean, that's a bit on the nose, maybe. I guess. Um, uh, so what? Okay, so if if um, so, the question is, uh, human is to horse as horse is to blank. And really, I mean, a... so so a horse, you know, horses in history um, have been domesticated by by humans to perform uh, all these these uh, tasks for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what does the horse, what, what has the horse subjugated in history? I mean, that's another like really deep philosophical question. It, in a it way. is, it is. I mean, I'm yeah. not a, I'm not a history expert. Um, but yeah, like maybe they could be, uh, I don't know. They could be dogs. What you said in terms of, of domestication, my, my mind immediately went to, uh, other common barnyard animals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, you know, and to your point, I think the, the, 
mass equality uh, equation is is something we need to respect here yes. because like you don't want to have those you know the the animal under each hoof uh, really struggling. This is this is still a race. We need to have that that sort of performative aspect. Yeah, yeah, it has to be performant. Yeah. So in fact, um, I was thinking um, under each hoof of the horse, you could have a goat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Goats are yeah, um, and they have a built-in um, like alarm mechanism. They they could like. You know, the they could yell like, oh, they, you could get a, a goat that yells like a man uh, and it would be kind of full circle. It would go like human horse and then human sounding goat. <laughs> and then maybe they could have a conversation or, or, or they could just join in in, in the exuberance of um, just, just enjoying the moment and, and yelling out mm-hmm. uh, like, I, like I, a man. Yeah, which I like very much. I think it it brings both an auditory quality uh, to horse racing that's that's currently missing, um, and also a bit of a, a, a combat situation. Yeah, um, you know, I think goats are are very territorial yeah. and uh, a bit prone to, uh, you know, being a bit uppity. Let's say. Yeah, and and also you know uh, we're we're we have all of these like uh, awesome new courses. Uh, mm-hmm. like new new tracks to go down and they are bound to get um, littered and dirty um, so the goat is is you know su- su- supremely equipped to deal with um, a litter problem you just let them loose and, and they'll, they'll eat it up yeah it, we've we've uh, really we're doing a, a civic duty as well as as providing entertainment yes. for the citizens yeah. of, of the uh, city in which this is taking place yeah um so yeah human horse goat like four goats mm-hmm. yeah that's, I like it. that's perfect so i'm thinking you know i think um in terms of of motive ability this is very good but i'm thinking about the uh control scheme obviously there's a harness on the horse that the the human uses to control the horse yes is there some kind of four goat harness um that the horse uses to control the goats because i think obviously we don't want to get into a situation um where you know we we're we're sending conflicting signals and you know the the two lead goats decide to go in different directions sure yeah um i i i kind of see in uh in my head uh, a marionette um thing with four this like two sticks connected in the middle it's like an x and then uh, mm-hmm. four strings. One each of them is a is a um, a rein, I guess, mm-hmm. tied to an individual goat. And the horse would have that in its mouth, and it would just kind of like uh, puppeteer the, the the little guys underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that could work. Um, the The other thing is is uh, what is the horse. Okay, so one one thing is like, uh, what is the horse doing? Like, if 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 the horse is just standing there, the same way the human person is st- is sitting on the horse, mm-hmm. um, the horse isn't really doing anything. So why not have the horse just be running, uh, and then the goats know. Uh, when to to run just by virtue of the fact that 
only a couple of them will be touching the ground at any given time. So that's how, that's how like, that's kind of the control scheme. It's like the goat knows when to run because it's touching the ground because the horse is running with the goat on its foot. I see. So it's sort of, um, I mean, this, this feels a bit reductive, but, but it does reduce the, the overhead in terms of con- control scheme as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, uh, horses are very smart, uh, but they're not evolutionarily kind of, um, uh, designed to 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 have like fine motor control so i think we got to make sure that the control scheme uses the the goods that the horse has got yeah i mean i i really like your um sort of um marionette schema uh for piloting for goats but i think (laughs) yes but i think um the the idea that that the horse, uh, yeah, I, I don't think we can teach a horse uh, basically puppeteering uh, in in a reasonable time frame. So in fact, using the goats more as uh, extremely large horseshoes makes a much more sense. Yeah, yeah, and I think it would be less for goating in general. Indeed, or, or I guess more for goating because it's for goat. One one or the other. Sure. So let me ask you this. Um, what do you know about uh, perimutual betting? Uh, so little that I um, am willing to pretend that I know everything about it. So that's the correct answer uh, because nobody knows anything about perimutual betting. Right. Um, it's entirely incomprehensible and anyone uh, currently betting on a horse race is, is really uh, just winging it all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I believe it. So that's why you always see, uh, you know, like in 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 that classic TV show or movie scene where someone's at the horse race and they and they rip up their tickets and they're just like, ah, shucks. <laughs> right. uh, it's because they no one understands how the horse race betting works and and so they're just mad because it's incomprehensible. Right. Yeah. Um, what what brings us to this to this topic? Are we are we um, disrupting uh, horse race betting? Well, I think, I mean, obviously a a huge part of horse racing is the audience Mm -hmm, and I want mm -hmm. to make sure we, um, not just improve the mechanics of the race itself, but also improve the enjoyment of the people who are at the horse race. Naturally. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, if we can, if we can think of some kind of replacement for the current, um, incomprehensible horse race betting system, um, maybe something that that's a little more uh, technologically mediated. Um, I think we can we can actually bring horse racing to greater prominence in sort of like the the cultural consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like a okay. So uh, so an app. I'm thinking an app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, an app where uh, you can. You can okay. So the basic things are like you can uh, pick one of the the horses um, and kind of monitor, uh, get a history, get some history on the horse, get some status, um, some like uh, conditions, uh, win loss history, um, and the status of the goats as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can just like play like place bets uh, on the horse as uh, during the race. Um, all from your app. This this all seems pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. I think um, 
what we might want to think about is introducing um, the idea of, of microcurrency, which I know we, you know, we, we go to that well quite a lot. Um, we, we go to it. Yes. But I think in this case, it makes a lot of sense um, in that maybe by virtue of like voting for your, your favorite, by virtue of goating for your favorite horse and goat team and, and jockey uh, assemblage, then um, that actually like you vote by by paying with microcurrency. Um, obviously, there could be a financial return for you enjoying the horse race, but I think that also allows the uh the the team to actually like you know purchase those those upgrades or those um like horse body kits and stuff and so there's there's sort of a a, a virtuous cycle uh involved with with both the performers of the horse race and the the audience absolutely um the i just thought of something um pretty hilarious that that kind of ties into this uh you, you're talking about like you know getting the modifications and like having them be uh crowdfunded and all that stuff um that lends itself to the idea that the that the parts are are modular right um and so like i was thinking you know if you are on your app and you're picking your favorite horse and and rider i guess and goats um what if the goats like I, we're thinking of the that presupposes that the goats are part of the team, mm-hmm. but um, in in like NASCAR or Formula One, um, what if what if one of the, like in the middle of the race, what if one of the goats just gets really tired uh, and and gets all worn out? You would have to like, would there be like in race goat swapping? Um, you would like mm-hmm. go off to the side the horse would go to uh, to the pit area and then like mm-hmm. a team of people of really really fast precise goat wranglers would just like take a goat on unstrap it from the hoof um and then yeah you would like kind of have to jack up the horse uh and then it would just take the goat and replace it with another goat um with like all this like bleeding and uh fanfare and and all this stuff um and and if if that's part of the thing, then maybe you don't you don't bet on a a, a human horse for goats team. It's just the human, the horse, and the goats are are the um are are just just parts. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this a lot, and I think it it, it introduces, um, you know, if, if there's changing weather conditions, obviously this is something they do in Formula One. Yeah. You know, like uh, dry tires and wet tires. Yeah, you got to get the the slick goats exactly yeah yeah i like that a lot um and actually i think one of the things that we introduced into uh base spa too could make an appearance here as well mm-hmm. um and maybe this is another thing that the audience could could crowdfund in a sense is the idea of uh mario kart style um weapons that could be deployed during the race as well oh my goodness yeah yeah uh what could what could that be uh um like a a a carrot uh that you like throw and throw off to the side of the thing and it it distracts the horse and like makes the horse like veer off to the side uh, against Mm -hmm. the wishes of its jockey Mm -hmm. i mean i think there's there's so many uh aspects to this 
like you know it can't be sort of a one-to-one mario kart thing that doesn't make sense but like uh, i think um you know some of uh, sort of a james bond technology kind of thing like if you released an oil slick behind <laughs> your uh goats yeah um then the person coming up behind you maybe they would have a, a status effect to make their their goats extremely sticky so the oil slick wouldn't uh right uh, affect, affect them. them yeah 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 like uh little, little spikes on the bottom of the goat hooves for example for yeah. example yeah. Yeah, and I think I mean this is this is interesting to me because it it raises the uh the challenge of the, of the race. It's not just, you know, uh riding the horse and and knowing when to swap out your goats. Um but also uh a bit of like resource management. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you only get so many cuz you can only carry so much stuff. It's also it's like it's like going to space. It's like mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you have everything you need at the beginning of your trip um and and like so that you have what what you want during your trip um so uh a big part of it could be like just a loadout of like you you have to decide before the race what kind of countermeasures you want to bring with you because they all weigh a certain amount mm-hmm. um yeah yeah totally totally and you, I mean, yeah. And uh, as the jockey, you only have so many uh, inventory slots. Yeah, you, you can only yeah. have so many pockets. Also, jockeys are, are pretty small people. It's true. So you, yeah, it, and that's that's by design. I'm 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 really liking this. Do you think there's any other um, aspects to the to the the audience app experience that we can kind of uh, extend further so there is more of that interplay? Um, between between the racers themselves and and the people enjoying the race um the the people could control hazards on Mm -hmm. uh, on the track you could uh like put up some some gates or some uh like change change the layout of the course so that some of them go into a like a you know crazy twisty area or uh i i was actually thinking when you were talking about um doing uh diverse track arrangements um mm-hmm. i saw i saw a youtube video uh or uh, might not, not have been youtube whatever um i saw a video of someone attempting to do a loop on foot so a person mm-hmm. running like sprinting as fast as they could um and trying to complete trying to go fast enough that they could complete a, a complete loop um i the 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 worst thing is i can't remember if they succeeded or not um but that could be uh some aspect of of these tracks so like i mean if a person can do it then a person riding a horse riding four goats could definitely do it yeah i mean i i feel like it must be uh some kind of uh multiplier of speed there like obviously a person running full tilt is pretty fast a horse running full tilt is really fast and then if you uh add four goats just you know going pell-mell along this track then like the The sky's the limit yeah i have no doubt that they could totally clear a loop yeah exactly so uh yeah it's like one one times four horse slash goat power Mm mm-hmm which is the new standard measurement. I'm not a mathematician, but that sounds like it would be extremely That's fast. That's so many. That's so many goat power. Um, so, yeah. So, um, the audience could vote 
on like it could be like a, a constant vote uh kind of like a twitch plays um sort of thing where people are are voting on uh track changes live in real time and so you could have like this this pack of horses riding goats uh with a human on top um going through and then the the audience would vote on like something that kind of splits the pack into two two groups and one of which is going to a, a you know hazardous some kind of hazardous area or or very distracting area i wonder what what are goats distracted by uh like mm-hmm. other other goats maybe yeah i mean there's a, i think there's a lot like the, the this is this is what I like about this is that there's a lot of like multi-tier interactions. Yeah. Uh, like there could be an area that's hazardous to the goats, that's hazardous yeah. to the the horses, that's hazardous to the jockeys, like yeah, or or some combination. And I and I love like the possibilities that this opens up. Yeah. Like what if um one of the areas just has like this uh like a a, a screeching siren that's out of the audi auditory range of some of the animals involved so it's mm-hmm. like the 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 human the jockey is like doing fine but the goats are just freaking out because of this noise that'd be that'd be really interesting i don't know what the auditory ranges of those animals are but i mean that's for that's for the scientists yeah yeah, yeah. exactly but but like uh something like you you go through and and it'll be an area that's only that's only hazardous to the to the person like mm-hmm. what would that be that would be like like hazardous or or distracting like i don't know uh, uh like a, a zone full of um like phones with social media on it <laughs> it's like oh i gotta i'm having yeah. like serious fomo gotta gotta check my feeds and then it's like yeah. the horse is like what are you doing <laughs> yeah i mean yeah if, if if the if the jockey had the opportunity to like check take his email dr- yeah take a drill fee yeah um, exactly you know i think there's there's a, the 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 social aspect could really uh, grab them up at that point yeah i yeah. you know i i really like this because you know typically if you're watching um some kind of sports at home uh baseball too obviously mm-hmm. you're not really necessarily in the game whereas with this with this uh horse racing 2.0 app mm-hmm. um even if you're at home and just observing you still have some uh agency to uh to affect the track to affect yes. the outcome and i i think you know that that inclusion is is really nice yeah absolutely it's uh it, it brings interactivity to a to a whole new level um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good about this. I think, I think, um, you know, as per usual, a great job. Let's, uh, let's, let's launch this. I, I can't wait to see this in action. I think it's going to be possibly the most spectacular sport ever. After baseball, baseball too. I mean, to be sure, but, yeah. but, uh, I think, you know, but between the two, um, really sports is, is never going to be the same. This is true. Absolutely. So, uh, we did it. Great job. Yay. So thanks so much uh, for everyone listening for for doing so. Uh, if there are things in your life that you think need to be redesigned, we definitely want to hear about it. You can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at theredesigncast. Uh, if you think other people might enjoy this podcast, please share it or leave a comment or rating on iTunes. This is all very helpful and a nice thing for you to do. Uh, thanks again for joining us on this incredible journey, and we'll catch you next time.